Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 4th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, Cosmonaut Meeting with Comdex, hosted by Eric Io. Let's take a listen. Hey, Timmy. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Thanks for freaking me out. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I just must have not refreshed the page. I just looked at the proposal and I was like, oh, still need to vote. But appreciate you being ready yeah. to go. Yeah, it's all good. All good. So I see the context guys, but before um, I let you guys up, I'm going to wait for everyone to, to get in. And then we'll just go over the rules, as they say. Cool. I think it'll be pretty, we we were pretty civil last time. I think we'll do well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We're we're a good group in the cosmos. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, I agree. We'll give a couple minutes. Let people trickle in. Yeah. So you're you're on vacation, dude. Yep, taking a few days visiting family, going to a music fest. Um, but I'll be back to the grind. Monday or Tuesday, so pretty soon here. Nice, nice. All right, so I'm, I'm going to start letting um, the speakers onto the stage here soon. Um, I'm just going to repeat the same rules that we used. Was it last week, Timmy? It was like forever two ago. Two weeks at this point. Two weeks ago? Okay, it's two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, basically, if you have the floor, you know, go ahead and talk. Um, try to keep your answers to the questions that have been asked, don't uh, go too much, don't elaborate too much. Um, if while someone is, you know, giving their explanation, if you want to talk, please raise your hand and wait for either Timmy or myself to give you the stage so that you may talk. And um, yeah, just show respect to one another. We we all want to hear uh, what everyone has to say, and you know, just um, keep it civil, like Timmy was saying. But we had really good. Um, we had a good outcome last time, so I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I think for for a good chunk of last time, we had a good group where it was just sort of a back and forth from each side with a sort of response and follow up. So we can kind of stick to something like that and then also just make sure we, in order to keep the discussion flowing really smooth, keep the answers pretty direct and just questions as well. Just um we can always elaborate and go deeper after, but let's just kind of stay pinpoint with what we're talking about. Hey, hey everyone. Am I audible? Eric, say it to me. Yeah, we can hear you. Hey, guys. Sounding good. I'm hoping you guys can hear me. Yeah, you sound yeah. good. Perfect. Good afternoon. Hello, hello. Hey, hi, guys. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Rama. Long time no talk. Absolutely. Thank you guys for hosting this again. Yeah, not a problem. Glad to get everyone back here. 
Is a is rhythm gonna come up to the stage or is he gonna be a listener? Do you guys know? No, I think it's just Abhishek and myself from the Comlex team today. Okay, okay. Didn't know if we were gonna bring him up. Okay, we'll just wait a yeah, couple. For, last time too, this came up. Um, feel free to request to come up. Um, we might not accept you till like much later, um, but uh, we we do see you if you throw up your requests and um, yeah, no worries on that end. Cool. All right. So my mental number was at least when we get 25, we could start. And now we just hit 25. So now we'll just wait for Timmy to get right back and uh, we'll let everyone introduce themselves and then um, we'll get this started. I'm good to go. All right. Uh, I'll let Kevin and Rama introduce themselves first. Yeah. So uh, I'm Kevin. I'm a validator. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Oni Validator. Uh, we validate a number of chains, I think 10 or so chains at the moment across the cosmos. Um, and uh, also do quite a bit of work, uh, you know, in various different DAOs uh, across the ether. So um, that's that's my uh, that's my shtick. All right. Thank you. Go ahead, Rama. Yeah, I think uh, a bunch of people will know me, but yeah, I'm Rama. Uh, I I'm relatively irrelevant to the ecosystem space. I just kind of tweet out information that I know and uh, that I find kind of uh, do kind of on-chain, kind of very basic level on-chain analytics and uh, reporting, I guess you could say. Um, generally interested in the Cosmos ecosystem and, and what's best for uh, the community and, and the users uh, across all chains. Um, and whenever I find something that I think is kind of important or relevant, whether it's airdrops or kind of, you know, these situations, I try to communicate them and uh, just get a result that's the best thing for the community. All right. Thank you for all you do. Uh, Abhishek, go ahead. Hey, hey guys. Uh, thanks, uh, Eric and Timmy, for hosting us. Uh, thanks, Kevin and Rama, for joining. Uh, good morning. Good evening to everyone. Uh, I'm Abhishek. Uh, I'm the co-founder uh, and CEO of Comdex. Uh, I've been like in the crypto space since 2013. Uh, you know, engineer by trade. Uh, been you know with with Convex since the last uh, you know three plus years. Uh, uh, you know, have been in uh, you know other ecosystems uh, initially with BTC, then ETH, and then finally to Cosmos, and uh, you know been building inside of Cosmos for the last three years now. Okay, thank you, and Siddharth. Hey guys, good good morning, good evening, everyone. Um, thanks, Eric and Timmy, for hosting this, and thanks, Kevin and Dharma, for joining. Um, I'm Sadat. I'm one of the co-founders of Comdex uh, and COO. Um, I've been working, you know, building on Comdex since 2018. Uh, prior to working in the crypto e ecosystem, I was, you know, involved across roles in um, in wealth management and and investment banking due diligence. Um, but yeah, I've been building um, in Cosmos and in Comdex since 2018. All right, thank you guys for the introduction. Um, I think I want to start things off by um, talking a little bit about last time when we spoke to Asset Mantle, like it was like my understanding Asset Mantle just has had a lot of bad press. Like a lot of people in the community complain about like how they do things. And I felt like that wasn't the case with Comdex besides people being upset that, you know, there's still not nothing that's really uh, happening in the market in the market that you guys have or anything. Um, everything's usually been pretty positive, I felt like, for Comdex. Um, 
So, but a lot of people said that you guys are like the same asset mantle, comdex, and persistence. So I was curious as to y'all's response uh, for people's claims that you, you guys are all one entity. Yeah, I, I would like to. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So that, okay. So uh, w- one thing that, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know why it kind of upsets people in some ways. And uh, thanks for pointing out, we've always been, you know, uh, uh, speaking to the community as much as we can about, uh, you know, anything that was raised earlier also. Uh, we, uh, you know, had, uh, you know, uh, like, like you see in all our promotions, there's uh, an enterprise trading app that, that we keep pointing to. And, uh, you know, maybe that, that creation of that product, you know, across, uh, you know, different verticals, we uh, did, did meet each other during those days and uh, work together on some of it. So uh, with with few people, so that that is where you know kind of the history uh, uh, and roots where you know few people that uh, you know uh, work together at some point. But uh, over the you know course of three three uh, you know four years, people have kind of uh, had their own uh, vision and journey that they followed through and uh, you know come up with their versions of whatever they specifically wanted to work on. So. Uh, I, I do not understand why it has to have any kind of, you know, negative impression given, uh, you know, all the teams are, uh, you know, uh, functioning correctly and try, trying to build in the space. Okay. Thank you for your thoughts. Go ahead, Timmy. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll jump in on that real quick, just because I'd like to kind of answer you on that. Um, when this whole sort of drama, might you call it, or discussion, I, I'd prefer kind of started. Um, around this question in particular, uh, my opinion on it, it, it was not, I, I don't want um, you guys to get the wrong impression. Uh, I can't speak for anyone else up here, but it wasn't like, oh, this is, the, this is definitely a scam. They're behind all these different projects. More so for me, it was a little worrying because I was like, oh, so this is potentially one group of people. No, I'm not sure how related. Spreading their work their efforts, their manpower, which is limited in some sense, uh, across three different projects when we've yet to see too much from any of them. So for me, like, I think the issue might come up there because if there is a relation there, like you were saying, um, it's just a little concerning as an investor and as a supporter of the chain, staker, community member, that the efforts are split like this when we haven't got one solid project yet. Um, I kind of wanted to personally answer that. I can't speak for anyone else up on the stage, but for me, that was the issue with um, a potential sort of connection here. Not that it necessarily implied that you guys were illegitimate in what you were building or anything like that. I don't know if anyone else wants to touch on that, but. Oh yeah, Abhishek, feel free to respond. I, I'm so sorry. I had some, some audio issue. Uh, could you just, just uh, uh, I, I did hear parts of it. Could you just tell me the, the main uh, concern? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's more so that um, because there is not a really working, well adopted, produced product from any three of these chains, it's concerning to hear that a similar team may be behind them just as an investor, because it's like, oh, they're splitting resources when they've yet to successfully launch even one thing. That was my personal answer to why it, it may be a big deal to some people. Yeah. And that, that's, that's uh, I wouldn't call that an invalid concern. That's, that's pretty valid. Uh, you know, 
but but the main thing that you need to understand is we we started with a with a more of an enterprise B2B product which was never supposed to be you know kind of retail facing uh, in the first place uh, and that is why the very first product which actually came, became live in uh, i think 2020 uh, uh, or 2019 actually uh, that that never uh, uh, had any uh, retail participation and it always looks like we uh, kind of have never launched anything but that is uh, incorrect uh, although you know during adoption of that product we did feel uh, you know we needed better uh, infrastructure supporting infrastructure but that's uh, another story of you know how, uh, what the state of that product is now okay awesome um rama feel free to jump in if it feels super pertinent but i just want to follow up on that real quick um yes so just on that if you've got okay, another yeah. question on the topic of the relationships i'm happy for you to ask that and i can come in after yeah it's, i was going to actually since, since we're kind of in the like intro of this space maybe a little kind of a two-part question but very related a little bit of context for people um like siddharth you mentioned you were the coo i believe um apologies if i got the exact position wrong and uh, with this b2b project as well i think it might be good to give just a quick um rundown of like two things but very related what is the comdex chain versus the comdex company that you are the coo of um and then also what exactly is this b2b project i've heard about this for i first heard about it like a year ago and i'm Still not sure exactly what it is um and so i'd like to know does it have any use any adoption is it actually functional just that it's not retail facing i've only heard about it i know nothing details so however those two may be related um yeah either of you feel free to respond siddharth go ahead sure um yeah so for i mean to answer this i might have to go back in time a bit so bear with me for a minute or so so yeah i mean you know quickly kind of explaining what the enterprise platform was so when we launched Comdex initially uh, back in 2018, the vision was to create a platform that leverages, <coughs> sorry, that leverages blockchain technology to essentially digitize commodities, trade industry practices, uh, bring them on the blockchain to make them more transparent, transparent, uh, sorry, transparent, efficient, and kind of uh, you know enabling uh, smaller and medium-sized players in this industry to have kind of a tool set to compete with the larger players. So that was the original kind of vision that Comdex was launched with. The enterprise trade platform, you know, uh, that we started building out in 2018 was essentially kind of like a SaaS platform that we were building out for institutional enterprise, uh, institutional commodities trading companies to use. Um, and, and, you know, we are, we kind of intended for it initially to be its own app chain that facilitates, uh, you know, this application and then other supporting applications, whether it's in payments or financing. Um, but, you know, kind of starting this process of building such an application in 2018, 2019 um, wasn't necessarily the friendliest of times from a corporate adoption standpoint, where if we're talking about institutional commodities clients using this platform, which has crypto and, and blockchain integrated into it, um, it would become a bit of a challenge for us to draw that adoption. So back in, I think, late 2019, we had to kind of make a conscious call of, you know, launching this app as a blockchain based app but not on its own chain um, and to kind of have this uh, running as a SaaS platform with the crypto layer abstracted away from the user interface. So that's when we kind of arrived at the decision of, you know, launching it as an app, which was on um, persistence chain at the time, persistence SDK, 
Um, so what this app does at present is, you know, it allows anyone who's a commodities trading company in Southeast Asia to onboard themselves, um, undergo KYC AML processes, and then um, once they're on board, <laughs> they can add other verified parties to join this platform as well that they want to conduct business with. And then, you know, anytime a kind of commodities trade kicks off, um, you can upload the documentation on the platform and store them on chain as on-chain assets. Um, and then users are able to kind of port and bid um, each other's commodity assets on the platform, um, negotiate, sign contracts, um, execute payment structures. All of that was kind of <laughs> part of the plan for what the enterprise app was supposed to be. Um, in our kind of long-term vision, you know, payments and financing was always part of the goal. Um, to facilitate payments, we initially launched with a integration with Western Union. But we soon had to kind of move on from that, which is why we went down the stablecoin route. Um, for the financing, there's you know Shipfi, which is um, in our roadmap, which will essentially be an application to um, <laughs> aggregate, I think, liquidity for commodities debt. Uh, but yeah, I think Abhishek, feel free to add something if I missed out in terms of explaining the context of the enterprise app. Hello, I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, no. I don't know if Abhishek wanted to add to it and just give it. No, I think I think that's good. Uh, I I thought Kevin wanted to speak. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Um, Rama, if you want to jump in because you had your hand up before, if not, you can yield the floor to Kevin. Your call. Yeah, Kev, if yours is related to the current question, happy for you to respond, and then I'll I'll come in. Yeah, so I just want to understand this um, better. Um, so I I didn't totally understand on that whether anyone actually uses the enterprise trading platform like that's my biggest question is just does anyone use it i don't know i couldn't find it i went on your website i can't access the app i can't find it anywhere i googled for 20 minutes i can't find it so that's question one and and you know the i think to take it back to timmy's point here the upset is that it that the or the outcry that we're hearing from the community is that you guys have a lot of these aspirations, right? You've got ShipFi, you've got CSwap, you've got Komodo, you've got Harbor, you've got C Asset. You guys have a validator with Zenscape. The only thing that's shipped is Zenscape, um, which is your validator on a bunch of chains. Uh, none of these other things exist yet, and we're we're seeing this amongst a number of chains, which I don't I don't know how related you guys are or not, but you know the 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 pattern is very much the same, which is kind of like these grandiose promises with a failure to deliver over the course of many, many years. Whereas other chains uh, in the cosmos have, um, you know, managed to go from not existing to a fully fledged ecosystem in under a year. I mean, we've got Osmosis just had its one year anniversary. Juno is like six months old. Um, you know, they both have market caps over 200 million. Um, you know, and, and you guys have a history going back many, many years prior to that. And the only thing that I can kind of point to that you guys are saying that you've delivered on is an app that I don't know if anyone uses it. I, I certainly can't find a way to use it. So, um, you know, what's, what's up with that? Got it. Uh, uh, f f fair points. I think uh, in terms of, uh, you know, is it, it is, is it, it is still live. Uh, but in terms of usage, uh, uh, you know, we we, we uh, uh, you need to realize that most of these trades happen uh, using uh, 
uh, you know, US dollars in the real world. So uh, unless there was like a, a, a stable token in the ecosystem, uh, uh, you know, settlement could never really kick off there because uh, we, we are integrated with, uh, you know, traditional uh, payment providers, but uh, uh, the, the regulations kind of prevent, uh, uh, you know, anyone to issue currency uh, uh, as uh, 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 back then. So uh, uh, since there was no uh, kind of on-ramp or other supporting infrastructure for uh, payment at the time, we, uh, we, we used that platform to basically record all trades, uh, tokenize the trades, and uh, instead of uh, uh, doing an exchange with money, they do an exchange with the proof of transaction uh, in the real world instead. Uh, given the usage, uh, you know, uh, maybe over the last few months there've been nothing because we've promised them a newer version uh, on the uh, you know on the new chain but uh, prior to that it has seen uh, uh, trade uh, uh, worth 160 million being recorded uh, uh, on top of it and it's a chain if if proofs are required we can we can post it uh, uh, directly uh, because we still maintain that uh, because it is a live uh, running server and a second question regarding uh, having these, you know, suite of products instead of just uh, kind of releasing one thing at a time, uh, you need to realize that we started from the other end where, uh, you know, there was a real world issue to be solved. And if you pick up any Web2 app currently that you own uh, or, or uh, that, that, that you use, it, it will require, you know, multiple functionalities which uh, in, in you know in our uh, you know nascent ecosystem all of them uh, you know deserve their own uh, you know app chains or companies running it but to uh, accommodate any uh, you know real world life flow we needed uh, these uh, pieces to kind of stick together to finish one functionality of the app and that is why we have you know a whole different set of things because if if you just just uh, you know uh, to take an example uh, if you were to create a, a NFT of an invoice and uh, just settle it with one counterparty, you would need, uh, you know, a, a, a place where you can issue NFTs against the invoice. You would need a place where, you know, on-ramp uh, ping of payment for that invoice is, is possible in some stable coin. And you will need a P2P exchange for this to happen. Now, this to you or to, you know, our community might feel like three different products, but it, it's just three tools required to finish one trade. And if you look at our product roadmap uh, from a chain perspective, that's what it has been. And we've been uh, working towards getting it done. Uh, and I would agree, of course, that uh, uh, you know there have been delays into getting it done, but uh, the, it's it's only because we're trying to make it more efficient and you know whatever flaws we see, we try to correct uh, on time. And we, we don't want the uh, you know user to be uh, losing out because we didn't uh, uh, you know, uh, do our due diligence well. Okay, so I, I have a quick follow-up there. So for the B2B, or for the enterprise, rather, um, commodities trading platform, uh, lack of usage there is, you're saying it's it's not because of, like, the tech not being there already, it's just on the user's end, being hard to adopt, promising a new version, no stable coin, right? Is that correct, or am I miss? That's one of the major things because if you look at the whole supply chain industry in general, uh, you know, cross-border payments always becomes 
uh challenging okay. and uh, time consuming yeah so no. we I... have that kind of makes it an easier sell because uh, although you know we, we get all the other uh, factors from the chain but uh i think what the industry is looking for on the other side is uh they, they need faster settlements okay that that's that that totally makes sense um i know that that's sort of the the enterprise way of doing this is actually harder but i guess the reason i ask that is because i'm wondering why if if that platform for synthetic commodities trading is totally good to go tech wise it's just a matter of uh, the on-ramping and users and such, then why is Comdex not ready? Is it not the same tech? Like, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll have to like elaborate a little more how synthetics is different from the enterprise one. Uh, we, so uh, what, what we were initially trying to create was create financing for the supply chain, which required us to create a CDP on chain. Now to create a retail product, because since we were coming out to, to the community and we were anyways creating a CDP, we, we, uh, we wanted to create a synthetic way of taking exposure to commodities. And of course the you know, affection towards commodities because of our, uh, the enterprise work, we felt that would be a place. And that is a, a thing that you know, it's not commonly available. Uh, so that synthetics is different from the enterprise trading app. Uh, because enterprise trade deals does not deal with like it it deals with contracts and bills of ladings etc in, in documents and not like a it's not like a futures trade okay kevin if you want to follow up there yeah i um okay so got it i guess on on the enterprise trading thing um yeah so <laughs> how, that. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't totally understand it but that's fine it, maybe it's just not meant for me um but I guess I, I still really struggle to understand the timelines on these things. Um, just taking a, a really, really long time. I mean, how many full-time developers do you guys have working on, on your entire product suite at this time? I, I just, okay, sit down, sorry. Yeah, so um, I guess in terms of the timeline aspect of it, so we started, you know, the whole building process for the enterprise app back in 2018 um and and you know back then we were kind of working very closely with the persistence guys to to get the app ready on the persistence chain uh but i would say between 2018 to um as late as end of 2020 uh, i think the comdex team was no bigger than four people um and, and then you know when we kind of decided to go down the route of um of having our own chain first which is able to facilitate all these kind of uh, modules that you know facilitate each aspect of the transaction we started scaling up the team so at present i think we have um, uh, not not just devs alone but i would say overall uh, around 30 people that that contribute actively to, to comdex and different different products just to quickly follow up on that so specifically how many developers building the product that the users are going to use um I think Abhishek can fill in the exact numbers of the of the developers, but I think it's uh, roughly uh, four or five developers on each product spread across the four products that we have right now, which is Synthetics, um, Komodo, C-Swap, and Harbor Protocol. Okay, thank you. And these are full-time employees, say 40 hours a week, kind of. I, I don't need specifics, but, you know, a standard full-time position. Yep. Yeah, yeah full-time, yes. 
And when you okay. say four for each protocol, do you mean any, is there any overlap there or uh, like, um, I guess is, old, like all, all together, all the different aspects in like teams, how, how many do you think? Uh, so uh, I'll take that. So what, what happens is, uh, uh, what, what Comdex says is now like a, a layer one DeFi infrastructure layer, right? Because you, any DeFi you can create using these specific modules that we have now created on chain. So uh, obviously there is overlap because uh, Harbor is like a protocol utilizing, uh, you know, the CDP liquidation, you know, Oracle uh, market. The, these these modules, if you utilize together, you can create a Harbor. And that, that is what Harbor is. So when we are developing, we are actually just developing the complex chain, right? So of, of course, there's a lot of overlap, and that is why the teams work very closely with each other. Because the app is just a usage of these modules that we are creating, which anyone would be able to create once we uh, go permissionless. So I just want to quickly shout out, let's try and keep the answers pretty specific. I think we were just looking for like a number, like a pretty simple, like, 10 people total, 15, 20, oh, five, oh, oh, roughly. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, I, I think it will be like 20 uh, in terms of developers. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah. Cool, that's exactly what I think we're looking for. Um, uh, if anyone, whoever wants to jump in next, or Eric. Yeah, um, I think we can start talking about um, Rama's article, that the, his findings, and then we can... And then we, you know, Siddharth had his uh, thread as a response, and then we can move on from there. So go ahead, Rama, talk a little bit about your article and the things you found. Yeah, no worries. Um, did you want to? Do we want to start here, uh, Kevin, or did you want to talk to the other point, um, Eric? If you want us to start on the article, we can. We did have a couple of kind of discussion points around, um, kind of the validation and the kind of tokenomics and stuff. But if you want us to do the article, I'm oh, happy to do that. Uh, oh, no, we, we can wait on the article then. Yeah, well, let's get these other things answered first, because I'm sure the article and that will take a lot longer afterwards. Yeah, so um, I guess I can kick off a couple of questions here. Um, so, and, and Sid, maybe, I don't know if this is something that you could take a stab at, but um, essentially, you know, th there's concerns on the tokenomics as well. Um, in taking a closer look at, at the, the tokenomics that were launched and kind of looking at the foundation nodes and just trying to understand better, um, you know, what, what's actually the structure um, at Comdex. So, you know, I, I guess we have 25% of Comdex tokens are allocated towards team and advisors. Um, the other 25% are the treasury. So right out the gate there, we have 50% of the entire token distribution is Comdexes, right? Um, which is you know, objectively like pretty bad um, tokenomics. That's my opinion. Uh, take it with whatever you know grain of salt you want. We have 25% allocated towards rewards, but if you have 50% of your token supply being staked to foundation nodes or, you know, you guys who have your own validator. Um, so staking them to yourselves, for example, your own validator is now number four on the chain. Um, that's a big problem because now you've taken up a huge lion's share of the inflation and you 
now have control of over 50% of that supply, right? Then we have 12.5% for a community dev fund, but really like 12.5% is allocated and that's it towards the community. Um, that's nothing. That's that's like rough. <laughs> so um, I guess the first question is just, are, are the team tokens staked? Um, who are the advisors? And um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, are we, is it fair to say that, like, is it true that 50% of these are in control of you guys? Okay, sh sh can, I, can I take this? Yeah, whoever. Yeah, so uh, it's a uh, few things, few understandings are incorrect. Let me just uh, correct them. Uh, so f first of all, you know, we did start with foundation nodes, but we, we closed down immediately when asked for in the community back in early December, I feel. So we, we don't run any foundation nodes. The only one node that we run is Zenscape. And it's it's at fourth more, almost more because of, you know, we want people to know that, you know, Zenscape uh, uh, as like brand awareness for just for Zenscape, but we, we, we don't run any foundation node, only one, small node was left which hardly has like 200k in delegation so uh, we've uh, delegated most of it uh, to to all the validators who've joined us uh you, yeah you can you can go ahead yeah so um i guess that's another thing that i should follow up on here so um i i got it that there's foundation node one was left over right um and as of this is very recent. Um, as of 17 days ago, you guys started redelegating. So you no, no, it's not. It's not. It is not recent, uh, Kevin. You can check history of Condex nodes. There were no foundation nodes running. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm looking at the node right now. It's in front of me. So foundation node one closing soon. The massive amount of delegations started 17 days ago, where you guys no, no, delegated no. to. I'll, I'll, no, I mean. You, I'll tell you I'm the issue. I'll tell you the issue. Uh, go back like a month before that. I'll tell you the issue, why, why it looks like that. Uh, what we had done was there was one foundation node running, like I told you, with only 200K in delegation. And uh, uh, what happened was when we wanted to just use Zenscape name to change awareness, we had renamed foundation node one to Zenscape. But the issue was that it was running out 100% commission. So we had to create a new node for Zenscape and rename back the older node to Foundation Node 1. And that is why you see the high uh, spike in delegation during a time. But look back before a month or so, you will find it has uh, kind of no delegation uh, right from December since the point we took it out. And this has been addressed in the Zenscape chat as well. Yeah, no, I, 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 like, I get what you're saying, but it, it doesn't really make a difference, right? Because if you're charging 100% commission on a foundation node, but you get all the commissions, it makes no difference if it's your own validator, right? Like it, you, you're not giving commission to anyone else. It's still you guys. So, um, so. But that, that guys, node has like no, no delegation, right? It's like 0.02% of the network. Well, no, because Zenscape is number four on the network and that's you guys. So you, took the number four that's, spot. That's, from that's, a, that's a recently right? done thing, yes, to to promote Zenscape uh, in, inside of the ecosystem. We wanted it to be 
kind of visible uh, into places as it will be uh, kind of releasing its own staking app, et cetera. So we, we, we wanted people to know uh, more about Zenscape. That's, uh, and that's just one slot. Every other slot we, we have like uh, 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 kind of nothing to uh, gain there. Um, okay. So um, I'm just going to finish what I'm saying here, and I hope you'll let me just finish this comment here. So um, you did retire foundation nodes, so like props on that. That's cool. I, I don't agree with having foundation nodes in the beginning, but that's my viewpoint. You guys seem to do that, and that's going back all the way to persistence. I don't know if that's just like the popular thing to do or whatever. Um, but the the problems that I see are that you you took a huge amount of the delegations from that foundation node and put them towards Zenscape, which is still you guys. So you haven't actually like gotten rid of any commissions or or vote power there. You could have put that amongst other validators. I don't know why you need to be validating your own chain, uh, especially as number four. Like that's a lot. Audit one is already number one, so there's like questionable, uh, you know, conflicts there uh, in terms of decentralization. Um, so that's concerning, right? Looking at that as a validator, objectively, I look at that and I go, "This is like a very disingenuous, like trying to look like decentralization, but that's not practically what's happening." Now, you guys haven't sacrificed anything by uh, changing the moniker and name on your logo. If anything, it just kind of makes it a little bit more confusing, and now other people are potentially going to delegate their tokens to Zenscape instead of all of the other validators in your chain because you guys artificially placed yourself at number four in the chain. So I, I think that that's a really bad practice just on the validator side of things. That's, again, my opinion. I think that you guys should really strongly reconsider that because um, it, it, it's also just a weird departure from actually developing your chain. Like, I don't even know why, uh, you know, Comdex has to also be validating other chains. I don't get why Asset Mantle wants to launch Asgard and be validating other chains. I don't even get why Persistence wants to have Audit One validating other chains. I think that you guys should just focus on launching a product, which no one's really done yet. Um, this is like a departure from what your investors and retail uh, users expect you guys to be doing. It's a lot of focus placed on something that doesn't benefit anybody else but you guys. So um, I, I think that you should probably undo that um, as a point. Um, and in the future, I, I don't know. There, there's got to be some work that you guys do on, on this foundation program if you're going to want validators to, for one thing, take it seriously. And also for the community to respect that you guys are actually pursuing decentralization of vote power because this isn't it. I mean, I, 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 I mean, point taken. Uh, you know, we, we will, we will, uh, you know, uh, 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 see how, how we can redelegate few of our things. But uh, don't. Uh, I, I, I feel uh, uh, if if you look at uh, how decentralization is across Cosmos chains, uh, historically you will see that Comdex has been uh, one of the most decentralized in terms of. Uh, allocations to different validators, and it's already a huge set. We invited everyone who validated on our initial testnet to come in, and we still feel. Uh, uh, but if if changes, we will certainly review and 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 and, and discuss with you again, uh, possibly uh, to uh, reconsider our delegation program. Yeah, Rama, please Great. go ahead. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Just to kind of come back to Kevin's original question, I, I don't think it got answered uh, 
in yeah, a way but that the, but I, the, I think is satisfying. Not, not, not the latest question. Sorry, if I could just finish. Uh, the original question around the tokenomics and the uh, the percentage of staked tokens that is both the teams and the treasuries and whether both of those 25% uh, supplies are staked uh, to your nodes or, or nodes in general, therefore kind of consuming the, in, the inflation and rewards, I guess. Yes, yes. Uh, that, uh, so token economics, uh, uh, as stated, like 25% were uh, for, for team, that has been uh, staked. Uh, the foundation, uh, uh, I'm not sure if all of it is staked, but uh, some of it is staked because some of it is also in liquidity pools around. And uh, uh, it, the, the main confusion that, that I, I see going around is that we, we are keeping the staking rewards for some reason. But but that is not the case. The 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 whatever is staked that is being collected, even in the rewards uh, or the community that fund is also being collected. Uh, it will also be given out as part of rewards. The main I feel the confusion arises because apart from the liquidity pools, there have been nothing else to incentivize from our reward pool structures, and we have not uh, kind of uh, passed a grant to any of the uh, projects that we were trying to build with. Uh, but when both of these things happen, and you can see discussions around it on the uh, forum itself, uh, uh, that that this this will happen in a, a, a in a way it was promised, uh, and it will come to light once once we are doing the uh, we're opening the rewards for the lending, borrowing, and the and the C swap. Okay, so just so I understand this, you're saying that all kind of commission based rewards from the nodes are being collected and will be distributed to community. Is that correct? Whatever was allocated for whatever in the beginning, it will it will be distributed. I, I know uh, the, the airdrop uh, thing will uh, come up where, uh, you know, uh, the airdrop uh, allocation is also a lot of it got unclaimed and a lot of it is still kind of accumulating staking rewards. Uh, we as a community will will decide then that if if it, can, it should be burnt or it should be uh, added to the rewards pool. But this uh, this understanding that we are keeping all the rewards for ourselves is is wrong. The uh, the the aim of the whole four year vesting cycle that we created was to lower our uh, holding of of the chain and make it more decentralized uh, uh, as possible. And uh, it, it does not make sense to just keep accumulating rewards. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, the final point on kind of validating and validators, I think Kevin did a, did a great job. The final point that I have is uh, just around the kind of audit one uh, consistently being kind of very high across, across persistent related projects. Uh, and then obviously spinning up Zenscape and, and Asgard. Uh, is there a particular like uh, de uh, delegation program that Comdex has that kind of you could provide to the community as to uh, how the foundation uh, delegations have been awarded to put kind of persistence at first. And, and if that is primarily foundation delegations, we, we can't see delegations on your chain. It doesn't have it on the dashboard, unfortunately. Uh, just interested in if, if that is primarily foundation delegations and how your delegation program works. Uh, our delegation program we had made live. It's it, it's already uh, publicly available. I think uh, in November or December. 
but we've not published how like how our interactions with each of the validators, all the seventy-five validators, have been to, uh, uh, and how how they were given what number because that 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 was like kind of uh, I mean we 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 kind of never took note of but we did speak to most of them, uh, you know either on Discord on Telegram or with few of them on calls to decide the delegation but. Uh, the other thing you said was why does everyone i i feel uh maybe uh you know chain development and uh, kind of running a chain which is also like an infrastructure devops activity people uh you know uh, see that as something which which can be valuable uh, uh you know uh, thing to learn as well we we come from an infrastructure background uh my, myself uh and i, I mean i i, I I, 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 it's, it's maybe to, toward my bias of, uh, uh, you know, kind of, I was a Ethereum miner as well before, so maybe we, 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 I just love hardware and uh, we, we, we love to run nodes. But I can't speak about the other ones, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I see I see that it's a bit skewed in towards audit the delegations, which, which we will uh, certainly correct. Yeah, okay. So can I maybe be a little bit more specific in my question? Uh, and I'm happy for this to be a follow-up if you don't have the answer right now. Uh, what exactly warranted Audit 1 being placed at number one on the validator set uh, if those are foundation delegations that put them there? Because I don't think they've accumulated 4 million Comdex out of their own pocket. Uh, I mean, Audit 1 is like obviously uh, uh, you know, close to us since we uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an uh, arm of persistence uh so uh it, it's it's uh i mean I, I i don't see any special reason that it has uh it has to have i mean uh there, there's no like reason for it to be like special but obviously they were we were you know related uh at some point in time earlier uh and uh kind of uh you know help help uh, uh you know anyone who has kind of helped us uh, or asked help for us to kind of set up infrastructure or taken uh, help in setting up, uh, you know, notes for, for whatever project they were doing. So they've been like super helpful in in the initial days to, uh, you know, kind of set up the base uh, in in multiple countries. So uh, uh, maybe that, that 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 can be one of the reasons. Okay, cool. And I, I don't want to harp on this for too much, but it, it sounds like there's a quite a close relationship between you know, audit one persistence and Comdex still. Uh, for them to be kind of warranted a, a number one position on on the chain, uh, you know they help stand up the chain. They're involved with persistence, Comdex. Uh, am, am I reading this right? Like that's very much what it sounds like, uh, which is concerning uh, from it, a kind it, of validator it, perspective, right? Like it's it's more uh, because of the people, I believe, because uh, uh, like I told, we we have a common past, and uh, uh, it. it I mean, it's a DevOps in in blockchain is like a very small community. So, uh, we we, we uh, you know people practicing them, no matter which company, they're all very closely knit together, and that is why uh, you know they they help us uh, uh, out a lot. And they, it's I mean uh, they help kind of and uh, help any chain out that they're kind of validating on. Go ahead, Kevin. Um, so I'm going to speak um, very plainly, and I. And I... I'm going to say this as softly as I can, um, but I, I just don't buy it. What you're saying, um, it, it doesn't make any sense to me that they deserve a 
a number one spot for like, because they run infrastructure, we all do that. That's not super special. I get that there's like an affinity for DevOps and like, cool. Um, but it's a little unprofessional to like make that the only reason. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. We're, we're just going to put uh, them in the given, number one. Uh, so, well, go, go ahead and let, 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 let him finish uh, first, please, Abhishek. Thank you. Yeah, so it, 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 it comes off a little unprofessional when an entire core team, like the excuse is, uh, well, we're, you know, we're, we're friendly, so they get the number one spot. It's like, that's huge. That's a huge amount of commission that's going to them um, instead of uh, the rest of the validator set. Um, and, you know, I, look, not to be unkind here as well, but like audit one misses a lot of upgrades. Um, they're not always like number one, Johnny on the spot in terms of these things, like fine if they want to run a validator, but it's not like this exceptional, um, infrastructure providers. So I, I just don't see that value that, you know, they've got nearly 5% of the vote power of the chain. Um, and, you know, I mean, the fact that they're above Cosmos Station, which is typically number one on every chain, um, I don't know, you know, and then Zenscape is right under it. So between the two of you guys, it's like, that's that's a huge amount of the vote power that's allocated to like Comdex and their buddies, basically. Um, so that, you know, it's just a, a disappointing thing to see. And I think that all the different naming conventions and everything and how, you know, they're uh, being labeled as separate entities and stuff, I think contributes to the confusion. And it's a lot of the reason why people get upset, like myself, is because it feels like we're being deceived. I, I don't know if that's the intention. That's what it feels like. Um, and, and people just aren't stupid. Like we, we see it, we look at it, we go, something doesn't check out here. Um, and then for the explanation to be like, well, they, you know, we, we, we like running servers. It just, um, you know, just expect better than that from a core team that runs a, a, an entire chain and is trying to develop a huge product suite. Yeah. And sorry, I just want to very quickly kind of, um, add to that is and this isn't a specific comdex thing it's more of a for the community thing like this is consistent across multiple chains with audit one mantle you know dvpm comdex and i'm not saying it's a comdex thing I, i'm just raising the broader concern that uh many people see with this kind of uh illusion of an umbrella if you like um that is you know concerning for vote power vote power across multiple chains uh, okay, uh, I, I think uh, pro probably three things to address. So when I was uh, referring to infrastructure, I, I, I wasn't comparing their infrastructure with any of the other validators. It's for uh, the the real world uh, uh, infrastructure where where uh, you know trying to get server providers etc. Uh, you know across a different company. That is the uh, you know assistance I was speaking about. But uh, you you have uh, regarding the second point, it seems fair. Uh, that it, it looks like it is, uh, you know, all, all towards her. We will definitely uh, uh, correct it, like I said, uh, uh, once we relook re at the numbers. But uh, I mean, apart from probably uh, a couple of delegations here and there, I, I do not think, uh, I, I still think, uh, 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 you know, we, we, we've kind of delegated it to mo most, most of the people. And you, uh, you yourself, uh, when we very first uh, spoke with each other, I. You know, you know, we 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 did. Uh, I believe refer to some some marketing, 
and you know even without uh, uh, you know doing a lot of uh, research since you had already spun up and validator we uh, wanted you to come and validate and get in the active set so it's not difficult for anyone to kind of get up uh, get get inside the validator set uh, we, we've tried to make it uh, very uh, simple uh, I, I, kevin i see your hand but uh, rarma's point i, I kind of uh, forgot if you could just quickly remind me, Rama, answer that. Uh, it, it was more around the concern for vote power uh, across multiple chains, right? So we know that there's a yeah uh, regarding between... yeah. Sorry, sorry, I, I remember now. Sorry, thank you. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's not just with yeah you know just the uh, uh, you know the projects that you mentioned. Uh, Sunny uh, used to be uh, running Sikatek, uh, you know initially. Uh, key runs uh, club staking. Uh, band protocol has validators across different chains. So it's not just. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's few of the people who started earlier. Since you know they know they can run chains better. It's not like uh, you know any new uh, person is uh, 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 not good enough. It's just something like an old habit that I feel a lot of old projects have. Okay, uh, Kevin, go ahead and we should probably start talking about um, what started all this here pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll be brief. Um, totally got it, um, Abby. So, uh, you know, to that point though, I, I would like to mention, um, Sunny doesn't run sick attack on his own chain. So uh, they're not on osmosis at least, you know, now and, and their chain is much younger um, than yours. So, I think there's something to be said for that. Most people opt not to do that because it would be a conflict and it, it takes away control to a lot of the community. Um, some do, whatever, uh, you know, I, I just think it's generally expected that that's, that's not best practices from a core team. Um, so uh, the, the other point, and this is on the foundation delegation thing, um, originally Rhythm is the one that reached out to us and, and asked us to, um, you know, if, if we needed any help on things. And, and I actually, um, I've always had very good experiences with Rhythm. Um, very nice guy. Uh, I know that he had to go handle some health issues and stuff. Um, you know, so uh, we spun our note up. Um, shortly thereafter, uh, Rhythm had offered a foundation delegation, which we were like, cool, you know. Um, I think it was like 500,000 Comdex or something, which was, which was great. He became ill. Um, and then I believe Arifa took over. Um, and this is just more of a note for you guys um, on the marketing stuff. But like towards the end, she'd asked me, I think, to send an email to you and SIDS, you know, confirming that we would like join in different spaces and talk about Comdex and stuff. Um, and, you know, maybe we're alone in this as validators. I, I don't think so. I know a lot of other people feel the same way about this. Like, when we join a chain, we, we talk about it. That's just part of what we do as validators. But we never do deals or confirm that we're going to do stuff because it's a, it's a conflict of interest. We can't vote uh, objectively. We can't participate objectively. And we can't wear our hat as validators. Um, and I explained that to Arifa. Um, she pushed it a little bit on that. And, and it was a, just an oddity. Um, and it, it's maybe... Um, I'm trying not to be too critical on this. I just think as a note for you guys, I wouldn't do that when you're onboarding validators. I wouldn't try to get people to then market. And and there's been a lot of, you know, 
you guys have already gone through the gauntlet on this with the marketing thing, so I won't put you through it again. Um, but I would just stray away from that as a note. Um, and, and with that, I think we can get into the, the topic of the night, but I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, Siddharth had something to mention right before we get started with that. Yeah, I mean, just, just a couple of corrections from Kevin's point. Um, firstly, I think one of the points you made was, um, I mean, just a small point, but a correction still. Um, the Comdex chain itself went live only in November 2021. So to that to that regard, you know, I wouldn't say we're older than the Osmosis chain. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I mean, the chain is live as of November 21, just as a correction. And, and yeah, secondly, uh, about this point... Um, I mean, I, I do not believe this was the case with any of the other onboardings that we had with validators. I'm happy to investigate and look into it, but I believe that's that wouldn't have been with the case with anyone else. And and in this case, I believe it's happened because, <clears throat> as you pointed out, you know, Rhythm was out with personal health um, issues, and then we had to kind of fill in that gap quickly. So um, to, to some extent, it's it's probably originating from the fact that you know um, Arifa, who was the individual in in that position at the time. Um, probably wasn't fully aware of all the practices the way they are with all the other validators, but I think I can I, I can confirm that it's not the case with all the other onboardings. And and if that is, then very very happy to just look into it and fix it because yeah, wouldn't want to continue such a practice if if that's the case. But yeah, thank you. Cool, right. thank you. So appreciate that. that. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about you know kind of like we got the ball rolling. I feel like um, Rarma. Uh, through the community, I guess people telling you, you know, like, hey, take a look at this. Uh, did some research, and he found what we've heard now in the community is like wash trading, right, Rama? Yeah. So you know, I think it's uh, you know, if you want to call it wash trading or you know, quote unquote market making or, or volume manipulation, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's uh, increasing the trading volume of the Comdex token. Uh, which uh, then, you know, there's multiple factors to it. It, uh, it. It's reduced now, but it does increase the amount of osmosis rewards that the pools get. Uh, and in addition to that, you know, the Comdex token shows up higher in the um, stats page as having higher trading volume um, and therefore incentivizes retail to generally people will go towards uh, tokens that are higher volume trading uh, to then, you know, purchase them, whether they stake them or provide liquidity into the pools. Uh, I obviously don't know, but uh, it does incentivize retail to then go and purchase those tokens um, and uh, puts Comdex higher up in the list uh, of tokens on the stats page, uh, as well as gets more incentives um, from the osmosis rewards. Uh, so um, I was kind of advised, uh, I was made aware of some of this back in kind of April, uh, I had an initial look, I found it and kind of tweeted about it and it probably wasn't as clear as it could be. And I probably wasn't as experienced as I am now to kind of research as thoroughly and, and find the details um, as I have now. Um, so it was identified then, uh, you know, that I wasn't experienced enough or didn't have enough detail to kind of continue it and be like, this is it, this is what's happening. Uh, and then when um, it raised up again recently with the kind of marketing stuff, uh, I went back to my original tweet, which had links to the wallets. Uh, and um, I went, oh, yep, like I can see like it's still happening. Uh, and then kind of provided some uh, some links um, 
and asked Sid to be like, hey, Sid, can you respond to this? Uh, and he didn't. So then I wrote the Medium article kind of explaining it in detail uh, as to kind of the trading activity that's occurring that's linked to foundation nodes um, where it's kind of consistently swapping uh, amounts of Comdex to Atom and Atom back to Comdex at just like random intervals. Like there's no logic behind it. Um, it's not like it waits a day and then runs. It's like 16 minutes and then seven minutes or nine minutes. Um, uh, and then as part of that investigation, uh, I found the wallets that were kind of distributing Comdex in 2,500 increments to you know, several other wallets um, that were on the hour, pretty much every hour, every day, essentially, back till kind of April, May, uh, selling 1,250 Comdex to Osmo and then Osmo to USDC. Uh, and they link back to foundation nodes. So uh, I wrote that article um, to kind of inform the community that this is what's happening. Um, uh, you know, trying to get a response out of the Comdex team to be like, hey, guys, you know, we don't think this is great. Um, you should address this, uh, to which Sid did um, uh, in his thread, and hopefully people have read it. Uh, and... Um, you know, they uh, where Sid kind of admitted to having a third-party uh, market-making service, quote unquote, uh, and also advised the community that as part of the treasury, they're selling tokens on a scheduled basis um, to then fund the business. So, um, in itself, I have no problem with the selling of tokens to fund the business. I understand that they're a business and they need to run uh, the increasing or inflating or wash trading activities at the same time, uh, I think is a problem um, because at the end of the day, the people who will get hurt is retail. Uh, you know, we've invested money. I've invested money into Comdex. I was a very big fan and purporter of Comdex until I found this information. Um, it was in, in the test net, like a big fan. Like I want you guys to succeed. I want you guys to build a product that we can use, but this activity can't exist on the chain. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then the last part, sorry, just to kind of finish this off before I let someone else speak is like, if you need to sell tokens, sell the tokens, but I don't think that you should be selling them via a bot or a script that sells them every hour to try and disguise or hide the fact that the tokens are being sold or to try and minimize the impact to the token price. Like if you need to sell tokens, you should be forward. You should communicate to the community. Hey guys, to run the business, we're going to sell 50,000 Comdex. Uh, in increments of 10,000 uh, and then do that manually, a person do it, um, to then fund your business and be transparent about it. Be like, hey, guys, as per the audits, we need to sell tokens to fund the audits that are occurring that will be complete around X date to then enable us to go live with the product. The community won't care that you need $250,000 to fund an audit. Uh, and if the token price drops, great. That's a fantastic opportunity for real investors like myself, to get in and buy cheap Comdex to then use on the platform. I'll end that. Go ahead, Abhishek. Uh, all right. Uh, got, got it. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, to, to, to answer your question, it's certainly, uh, you know, very unfortunate. And uh, we're very uh, thankful that, uh, you know, uh, you, you've taken the time and effort to, you know, go through transactions and see, 
so re regarding the market making, uh, you know, I see a few of the people have also said, why do I need uh, a market maker or any third party services? It's, it's mainly to manage your liquidity uh, actively instead of, uh, you know, just uh, passively deploying and leaving it because that, that's what professional market making services do. And uh, uh, also, uh, you know, uh, with regards to, uh, you know, coming up on stacks or misleading anyone, we do not feel any of uh, that to be true because, I mean, historically, uh, if you rate Comdex or order Comdex by its TVL versus, uh, you know, you order it via its uh, volume, uh, Comdex has always been uh, uh, low on volume with respect to, uh, uh, you know, uh, pools with other TVLs, and even uh, uh, this this uh, uh, you know script that was running, uh, it it seems to be that you know people were trying out you know different things on uh, Osmosis because you need to understand pricing in AMM is not in in dollars, right? Complex is mapped to Osmo token, and uh, you know, however, Osmo determines its price through other uh, you know means, made primarily through Atom or uh, you know USDC bridged assets. But uh, it, people do try, uh, you know, things to automate to kind of uh, get more price efficiency. And, uh, it, uh, you know, it's uh, a bit negligent that it, it, it kept running. And uh, we, we had to investigate and request them to shut it off. But, uh, and that's, that's what has happened. But, you know, saying uh, we got more Osmo rewards, after 152, there are no, you know, no, no, no uh, big incentives and cost. Uh, Gondex, as part of the swap fee APR, would would uh, you can historically check the number. It's never been uh, any significant portion of the Osmo allocated to uh, any of the Gondex pools. So it's it's not uh, uh, done, uh, you know, in any way to uh, you know entice retail into getting it or whatever. That's that's that we feel is uh, completely wrong. Uh, uh, with, with regards to uh, selling, uh, you know, I appreciate your comment. Uh, the, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's one way to look at it. You know, we, we, we can think of uh, doing it uh, in that way either. But uh, yeah, selling hourly, of course, seems like uh, a fair way, uh, you know, or at least seemed like a fair way to me. But now that, that you say it's it's difficult, we, we might have to reconsider. But uh, because in, in that way, we are not speculating on price instead of uh, just evening it out, whatever the market gives us. And uh, uh, that, that seemed like a, a fair way to do it. But we can certainly reconsider on how, how we have to do it in the future. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead, Kevin. Um, okay, cool. I'm glad that uh, you guys will reconsider that. Um, I think that's wise. Um, so, you know, just in kind of looking through this even before this call, um, like the selling does amount to quite a bit. Um, and like, I think 30% or something of the volume in some of these weeks has been just the selling from, from those uh, whatever you call them, treasury, uh, staking rewards, I don't know, whatever, the, the tokens that you guys have that you're using to pay for business expenses. So it's significant. Um, it's not insignificant. So I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that this is like a small amount when it can, on some weeks, account for 30% of the volume just from selling alone. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing, and I accidentally happen to know a fair bit of it about this, but 
it's the the market making thing. Um, you know, Asset Mantle had the same defense on this. It was a third party market maker that you know ran wild. I guess um, that just doesn't happen. Um, so market makers, for one thing, they don't take profits on behalf of their clients. So that's just not a thing. Um, I've spoken with a number of like leading market makers that really do this for a living for for large chains. Um, I've read through those contracts. I've been on those calls. Um, that does not occur. Um, so they they don't take profits on their behalf and then shell them in a wallet on a, a dex. Like that just doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Um, so I don't know what your definition of a third party market maker is in that definition. Um, I think you guys should clarify that. Um, the other thing is that a market maker, if you called up, you know, let's say jump is your market maker, right. And you call them up and you say, Hey, you know, the community is really mad right now, um, that we're selling tokens. Can you guys please stop? Or, Hey, they're really mad that this looks like wash trading. Can you please stop? They're not going to because they have a contract and they have control of your tokens. So that would never, ever, ever. And I can't stress that enough. It would never happen with a real market maker. So I don't know what version of it you guys are talking about. Um, you know, I, I don't know of any market makers that exist that would actually run stuff on a DEX and lose money. Um, I, that's the point I kind of wanted to say, just to jump in real quick, because I think everything you're touching on is great, Kevin, but it can be super simplified by just like going forward in all these discussions, we should just not use that term because market making is not a thing on AMM DEXs. AMM stands for automated market maker. It's just, it, there's no discussion to be had there. Um, so with that being said, we can move on. I didn't mean to bull over you there, Kevin, but I just feel no, like I want to make I mean, it clear to it's, everyone it's out there. You know? it, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a fair point. And I think that, you know, you guys got to re respect the intelligence of the people who are looking at this data. Okay. Um, we, we work in this space all day, every single day. A lot of us do work in, in close proximity to market makers and understand what that function is. So um, it, it just doesn't pass muster. Um, and I don't know if there's like some guy in a corner office that's just running a script and you're calling him a market maker or what that is. But like it, it it's also just doesn't matter because even if there is a world where that person existed, they're just wash trading on your behalf. And that's something that you guys have hired them to do, I guess. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, Prop 152 is still a thing and we have to abide by that, right? And Prop 152, which was passed, says, hey, we got to vote to take away your incentives when you're doing this kind of thing. Um, and that really sucks. It puts us in a really bad position as a validator because now we've got to step in and, you know, stay up and have these calls and, you know, uh, chastise you guys for your the way you're conducting your business, like it's a silly thing. Whereas we could just be approaching this honestly and frankly and speaking to, you know, what happened. So I, I would like to clarify some understanding uh, that uh, market makers do, uh, you know, work with you to uh, uh, what they call inventory. You give them assets and, uh, you know, the, it depends. Uh, they, uh, they, they kind of manage the treasury uh, tokens because. No, no, no one person can like sit on the pool and you know keep keep trading 
uh, on on the price, and that is why third party uh, market makers are higher, and they help they help with both uh, liquidity as well as uh, you know kind of liquidating uh, 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 if 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 we need to liquidate, and uh, that's that's uh, that's mostly a, a centralized exchange practice. But even indexes to manage uh, it on a day to day basis, we 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 do get people. But what you've pointed is uh, is is right that it uh, you know and the, uh, it, it it got corrected, but uh, we 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 feel that there there's still people who who do uh, manage your tokens uh, on a day to day basis to to uh, and also help provide liquidity. Okay. So who who is let me, let me just ask so who is who is your third party market maker like who is that. I, I mean, uh, this this kind of disclosure we 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 suddenly cannot make, and uh, this line of questioning is uh, is kind of uh, tricky. That uh, who you know who 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 was the partner and uh, etc. But uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a kind of a new person uh, setting up a connection with Osmosis. It's not a very old deck. Uh, you cannot. Uh, that's a that's a very uh, tricky question to ask. And uh, uh, we, we, this this uh, this does not make sense. So okay, I want to yeah. just su- super simple here, just step by step. So there is such a thing as using a third party to help with liquidity and user experience uh, with trading on AMM dexes. However, as far as I know, and I want to keep the answer here super simple. The extent to which that is a thing is literally just liquidity providing. It would be contacting someone and saying, hey, if you believe in our project, please make these pools where our tokens are traded, uh, have deeper liquidity with your holdings and we'll work out some deal, whatever. And then that boils down to simple liquidity providing the same way myself or Eric or any other individual user would. And that wouldn't involve transactions swapping between pools trading often that is market making which happens on an order book uh, exchange ah. so i i'm curious I, I understand you can't say who it is that that i can see that what do they do very simply like just what is it, it it's not market making but that's okay maybe there's just a language barrier or just terminology what is it that they do how do they help you? What do they provide? Uh, I, I, I can explain. Uh, if uh, I, I, I myself, uh, you know, uh, do not fully understand it, but I can try to explain it to you as much as I do. Uh, you, to- let's let's take the Comdex token for example. It it trades against Osmosis. Osmosis also does not trade at a price. It derives its price because it's an MM prop. Because an MM is just token to token, right? So. What 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 we feel is that they, they were trying to kind of uh, get get more price efficiency by taking you know the other trade inside of uh, in terms of dollar terms and not in terms of just the Osmo and that is how they kind of try to manage liquidity uh, uh, because all all movements inside of Cosmos is determined by the Adam movement which which kind of flows into into the Next, which which changes the price to everything. Uh, a few of the people have kind of pointed our price was uh, being dipping all this time. But if you look at pools uh, from data, uh, you, you see from April till June, uh, CMDX was actually gaining against the Osmo token. So to to get uh, uh, 
and, and this is this is I, I feel still an experimental phase, and that is why a script was left running. But it, it is it, it is to get uh, 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 market make with respect to to the dollar, and then they they uh, uh, eventually they, they you know they might arrive at better places to better ways to do it. Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, jump in. So I just I'm gonna come back to this because I I it it matters a lot to me. Um, because the biggest response to this entire um, problem, which is the wash trading, uh, uh, guys, this just doesn't make sense. Uh, it is negligence, like I told you, because that's that's not supposed to uh, happen. And uh, I, what I've tried I, to tell you is that it was wasn't done intentionally because of the. Finish. Please, please don't, please don't interrupt. Just let me finish what I'm saying here. Um, so yes, I agree with you that it is negligence. Um, and, and I totally agree on that. And I would say that you guys still maybe hired somebody and they were negligent. So I don't know what to say. That's just negligence. Um, we have to go based off of that, right? Because we don't know who this third party, uh, market maker is. You said he's a newer guy. I don't know what that means. If if I were in your guys' position, I would just release who the mark making firm is that you're working with, and you know, throw them under the bus because they're not doing you any favors. But um, it just, you know, I don't know, guys. I don't. It's hard for me to wrap my head around this. It it doesn't. It it just sounds like um, it's not true. That's I, I kind of feel like uh, we're we're being lied to in the middle of a space here. Um, so. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to put that in a kind way, but I'm just, it, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a guy who's let a script run away from him and it accidentally wash traded and, you know, he slipped and fell and inflated the token uh, volume. I don't know. And just, just kind of to add to this, right, is this, this isn't uh, unique to Comdex. So, and, and I know it's quote unquote separate organizations, Asset Mantle were just straight up open. They said, we have a guy who sits at a desk uh, and through the week, he runs a script that trades a shitload of tokens. At least they were open and honest about it, right? They didn't say we have, they initially said we had a third party market maker on the spaces call. They literally came in and said, there's a guy sitting at a desk. He runs a script. We told him to stop it. We stopped it as soon as the community said it was a problem. Here is your opportunity. Okay, take that as no, you're choosing not to take that opportunity. Uh, I'll move on. Uh, so I think we've made it pretty clear that in some way or another, you have involved uh, a person to run a script that inflated the token volume. Looking on Osmosis right now, uh, on the volume weekly chart, uh, if we look at the last couple of weeks, uh, what date, and happy for you to answer this while I'm kind of talking, what date did you get your person to stop running the script? I, I would say about 19th or 20th. 19th, yeah. yeah. I think the day of 19th was the day. The day the article was released. Yeah. Yep, cool. Thank you. So from that, uh, that week ending the 23rd of July, the 17th to the 19th, there was about 600000 dollars trading volume on the Comdex token. The preceding two weeks, we are down to two hundred and sixty-nine thousand 
for the week of the 24th to the 30th. And this current week, we're down to 163,000 and we have about a day or two to go. So that's a drop of over 50% since you turned off the script or market making activities. Uh, and in addition to that, the selling of the tokens has been consistent as far as I'm aware, uh, running hourly, selling 1,250 Comdex 24 hours a day. Uh, that's about 30,000 Comdex per day, um, seven days a week, which is approximately eight to 9,000, depending on the Comdex token price uh, every day. If we do that for seven days a week, that's about $55,000 worth of trading volume uh, that the team is responsible for still. So there is, you know, still that's over 55, 60% of the trading volume that's directly related to the team. Are you saying that you don't have any impact on the trading volume of the Comdex token? Uh, a few of the data might be incorrect because uh, selling has also been stopped uh, probably in the last one week uh, or, or, or so. But uh, it, I, I would suggest that you look at this data with respect to CMDX token and not the dollar price. Because uh, since, since there's been, uh, uh, like I said, with this respect to Osmo, we've lost uh, 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 the, 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 the ratio has changed, so the, the dollar amount would obviously dip. But uh, it, it, if I would request you to do it with, with respect to the CMBX token, and then, then the numbers would make more sense. And, and we still feel uh, uh, if, if you could also calculate what the kind of what, what swap fee APR uh, difference would have actually come with respect to that kind of volume, it's uh we 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 are quite sure that it would be uh, uh not it'll not be significant so uh, i think I, I just want to kind of drive back to the original question was uh do you think that you have impacted at all on the volume of comdex that has been traded by your market making and selling activities I mean, of course, if you're selling, that that's, that volume will obviously count, right? So that that, that would be true in any uh, 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 any case. Uh, okay. So uh, so we can say that the the week ending the twenty third of July, we had six hundred thousand dollars. The preceding week, when you turned off the market making activities, we dropped to two hundred and sixty nine thousand. I, I I don't think that the difference between Om, uh, Osmo and Comdex will drop by fifty five percent in a single week. Based off the price action, uh, I'm certainly it's happy to have a look about, at that. Uh, 55, 30, 33%. I'm, I'm not saying it would be like a, 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 a zero number. That that's that's uh, that, that's kind of been already agreed on. But what 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 we are saying is the the end calculation 152 says uh, that what what is the impact that's created, right? So if, if we if we calculate the swap API wise, that and that is the part that gets impacted, correct? So yeah. uh, if, so if that... any impact as per sorry to interrupt, any impact as per Prop One Fifty Two is justification to have a change to the incentives on the Comdex pools. Any impact? Yo, that 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 is what I'm asking you to quantify instead of uh, just saying uh, any impact. If if we if we can uh, see, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be uh, too much. Uh, uh, 
and and secondly what 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 we feel is uh, you know promoting uh, 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 152 to remove all incentives it would be more helpful to the users as well because uh, you know we we are very close to launching although uh, you know we've said this uh, multiple times but if uh, you know the set of validators who are also validating on the testnet uh you you've been seeing uh, uh the updates regularly uh and you, you see that all the 14 modules have gone in uh and uh, it it would be better if uh, uh for the users to kind of not uh, do it uh, uh and not uh, uh work for it but uh, whatever you guys decide we would of course uh, uh implement and try to take uh, whatever corrective measures we need and uh, the also the primary point is that whatever uh, uh, anyone in the community has spoken uh, historically we've always come out to resolve uh, and uh, and there'll be uh, uh, you know more issues uh, in the future because it's a defi uh, platform and which which uh, all of us uh, would be able to resolve uh, together go ahead kevin yeah um well i i do want to actually um acknowledge you guys for for coming in here to do this space and uh you know for communicating as well on twitter um you know it, these are not the most fun calls in the world for anybody um but i do think it's really important for the community to to have access to these discussions and understand what's going on um this is uh, you know personally us as as validators um you know i i feel at least um that it does cause harm when people wash trade on the platform um and there is significant evidence that it's it's pretty substantial effect on the volume um you know we can certainly try to discuss what is substantial but i think um you know 30 to 50% that's pretty substantial i think 10% is pretty substantial um but in any case i i totally understand that you guys um say that you're close to launching i think that's great um and i think down the road we can certainly look at um incentives and things like that i think right now the right thing to do is to follow through and and um you know we'll, if this ends up on chain we we would vote on it at this point um we would vote in favor of it i i think that you guys have a lot to correct on the way that you're approaching um you know the way that you guys handle your tokens uh the way that you handle your uh, market making activities and things like that i think you guys need to have another look at that i'm glad that you guys are willing to consider community input on that um i think it's going to be really important for the long term success of your project and just purely from like a community trust perspective i think that you guys are in a position that you need to regain trust um and i think that that's done by shipping products I think that that's done by announcing policies and procedures that will detect and prevent this in the future from happening again um and just taking a more honest approach to how you guys sell your tokens to pay for things we all understand as a community that that's a necessary part of doing business we fully support that but I think it needs to be done quite transparently um so I think that in the short term we need to take the corrective measures that we need to take I I do really hope that you guys turn it around and start releasing some of these products um i think that it would be a net benefit to the ecosystem but um we also just can't uh wait on that and it's also not really relevant to prop 152 and and 
sort of the agreements that we've made as a community on osmosis, right? So on wearing our osmosis hats, we have to vote based on precedent. And and we've passed governance that says these kinds of things aren't okay. And we have to follow through when somebody does something that goes against the uh, morals that we've established through governance. So, um, you know, that's kind of all I have to say on it. Um, you know, again, I do respect you guys for getting up here to speak. Um, you know, and, and I, I do hope that we can kind of fix these things going forward. Um, cause these calls are, are not super fun, but, um, I do thank you guys for attending anyway. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. And yeah, I mean, you know, obviously from our end as a team, um, the approach has always been towards uh, hearing the community about what their feedback is about the ways we do things and um, try to address them, you know, almost immediately as soon as we hear them in whatever ways we can. And then also simultaneously work out long term solutions for that. And and that that approach has been, you know, kind of consistent in, in everything that the community has raised so far. So we remain committed to um, hearing out the community on all of these things and taking corrective measures wherever you know we can. Um, from our end as well, you know, obviously I think uh, to some extent warranted as well. There has been you know a lot of discussion around the delays in our releases. Um, a lot of which I've I've tried my best to communicate the reasons behind. But um, you know now we truly are at, at the brink of kind of release, and um, which is why I think uh, soon enough uh, community will start seeing the products. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll start seeing the products coming out of the Comdex chain that we've been promising. Um, and, and in terms of, you know, every kind of, um, every time we, we, we at least since the launch of the chain for Comdex, every time we've kind of come into a situation where uh, communities raise concerns, we've always kind of focused on addressing them right away. So we'll be doing the same with, with this case and, and any case in the future as well. Great. Thank you, Sid. I, I appreciate that. Abhishek or Rama, did you guys want to say anything? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming up, guys. I think it was uh, it was great for you to kind of show, um, you know, answer the questions for the community. Um, you know, I, I think we we kind of uh, got through the the outcomes we're after. Um, hopefully, you guys do look to implement change. Um, you know, I'm yet to see anything from the kind of mantle conversation uh, that the team said that they were going to do for the community. You know, producing information. Uh, so hopefully, we can see that from you. You are close to releasing a product. I understand that. Uh, let's see that product released, but also follow up on the the things that you said you were going to address for the community, uh, because there is severe concerns, and I think you you have a, a large job ahead of you to regain the trust of the community, uh, and you know key people in the ecosystem like validators who have concerns for the way that things have been operating. So, um, yeah, I, I wish you well, good luck, uh, but it's it's going to be a tough journey ahead, I think, and um, yeah, if if you're truly dedicated to your project, we'll we'll see the outcomes. Thanks, uh, Rama and Kevin. Uh, no, no, there's there's no doubt uh, uh, about our dedication to us, and we are fully fully focused. And uh, no matter whatever the uh, you know uh, difficulties are, we will definitely resolve and uh, you know continue to move forward. Uh, because that that's we 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 saw with with the Luna collapse, uh, uh, you know, a specific deep for the ecosystem and. Uh, you know, as DeFi builders, we took that our, uh, uh, to make it and made it our cause. Uh, we, we, we will certainly, uh, you know, come out on top of it. And we, we thank everyone for uh, their support, uh, continued support to us till now. 
because uh, you, you you all have been very supportive and uh, with specific regards to things uh, rama and uh, kevin uh, you know would appreciate if you know you keep this same level of uh, scrutiny on uh, uh, all things that will happen on change because like i said this is going to be a defi uh, 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 infrastructure layer or a defi hub uh, on cosmos and we uh, we certainly need uh, people to keep check on on chain transactions yeah, just if I can quickly, like uh, this isn't a specific thing towards Comdex or Mantle, right? These are two examples that I was given that I could find um, that were quite easy to address. Um, I've been given a list of another five or seven chains that people would like me to look into. Uh, I will look into them. It does take a lot of time, like to give you an indication, it's been like 20, 40 hour a week, 40 hours per chain to kind of look into this stuff. Uh, and I have a full time job and a family. So, please bear with me i'll probably need a few days rest after this uh but i will endeavor to kind of look into other chains that i see this activity on uh and i think uh from a wider ecosystem perspective there should be something that we look to do uh where there is people doing this stuff that are a better than i am or uh, b uh, and and or uh you know rewarded or incentivized to kind of do this on chain analytics and an investigation into kind of tokens and uh, you know, or have Osmosis Labs people do it uh, because it's the benefit to the community that this activity doesn't exist on any chain where there's incentives from Osmosis or Juno or wherever. Uh, and, you know, I'm just a guy. I can't do all of it. Um, so, you know, if you have, if you see it, uh, information is helpful. It helps me not have to dig through thousands of transactions. Uh, but I think from an ecosystem perspective, we should be looking at putting in something that, uh, we can address this far easier or have better people than I am doing this stuff to uh, find it and, you know, incentivize them to do so, you know, or, you know, at least pay them to do it because uh, it is a lot of effort and it's not fun and it's stressful uh, and you do get attacked for doing it. So it's not pleasant, obviously. That's it for me. Well, to, to that point, Verma, thank you for doing this. Um, I know that you've spent an obscene amount of hours on this, and it's a lot of hard work. Um, you know, and I know that you get quite a few <laughs> messages in your inbox about uh, many, many projects. So, um, thank you for staying on top of it. Totally agreed. We need more resources uh, and more tools to be able to do this more easily. Um, you know, so. But in the meanwhile, thanks for slugging through it, man. Cool. So I, I guess the only point I want to echo is that luckily we are in Web3 where tech speaks louder than anything. So hopefully, you know, you guys can get something shipped. We can address some of the, the problems we've talked about tonight. Um, and yeah, that that's really what I think will be best. But I guess one of the questions people had that this will probably be our closing thing, um, but kind of what what Kevin and Rama just touched on. But I want to ask you guys, what do you, what do you think uh, you can do or will do in the immediate coming weeks to kind of try and regain the trust of the community? We had a couple people wondering that. I know that Kevin and Rama both had some thoughts on that, but I want to hear what you guys plan to do. And yeah, feel free to take it away, Siddharth. Yep. Um, yeah. First of all, I think I, I missed out mentioning this in the last time. So yeah, definitely. You know, huge shout out to Rama and and the work Rama has done. I think it's it's incredible for someone in the community to put 
um, that kind of you know commitment and concern behind what they believe in. So I think this is great for the ecosystem as a whole and um, you know big shout out. Uh, in terms of what we want to do at Comdex, I mean um, going forward, at least in the short term. Uh, so mentioned as I mentioned earlier, you know we we are in the final kind of testing and and audit stages of products. So I'm confident that you know all of these products that we talk about, especially Harbor, um, Komodo, and SeaSwap, uh, you know there should be something more concrete on on all of those coming out. You know in the coming coming days or weeks. Um, more when I say concrete, it's more along the lines of seeing the product itself for the community. Um, so that would be first kind of measure and that we we have, we've been kind of working on on an ongoing basis is to um, deliver the product. In terms of you know the concerns raised raised about the market making, we we addressed it. The date was uh, the date kind of uh, the article came out. So we're we're now actually in the process of kind of evaluating um, best best way to go forward on that. And I think some very good feedback on that was um, was was gained on this call itself. So we'll definitely look into <coughs> sorry um, implementing some of what we picked up on the call here. Um, and and I think generally as well going forward, um, one thing I kind of can feed pick up as a indirect feedback, if not direct feedback, is that the I guess the lines of communication between the Comdex team and the community definitely need to improve, which is something I've I've picked up and will be working on as well. So potentially in the form of um, either it's a weekly or biweekly or something like that, where we have you know either a Twitter space or something where a community can step up and directly um, address their concerns. Um, yeah, I mean, feel free to add to that, Abhishek, but I think off the top of my head, these are kind of the top priorities that I think we should focus on addressing in the short run, at least. Um, and in terms of regaining the trust, <laughs> you know, I think uh, team has been definitely committed for um, several years now in building Comdex. So dedication is definitely there. I think once the product is out, um, it'll cement that. So for us, the focus is products. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, is there any anything else anyone anyone else wants to add, or um, is this you think Timmy a good time to wrap everything up? I think we covered a, a good majority of. There might be a few odds and end questions we didn't touch on, but I feel like they probably got answered uh, okay. in the midst of something else. So, All yeah, right, sure. none of the people up here have anything else. I think we're good. Yeah, I, w- I want to thank uh, again Abhishek and Siddharth for for coming up. I know that. Um, it's really hard to to be, you know, in the line of fire, and uh, it's it's not easy. So I really applaud you guys for for doing it. And I want to thank Kevin and Rama for asking those hard questions. It's it's not easy. It's on both sides. You know, it's not easy being asked those questions, but it's not easy always asking those questions. So I really want to thank you for helping keep our community um, safe, for um, just caring about it so much you know, and that we want everything to, to be good. So we, if we keep doing this, we're going to keep building our ecosystem to be something, you know, amazing. So I want to thank everyone present for, for everything that we're doing. Um, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Thank you everyone. And, uh, we'll see everyone later. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was the Cosmos spaces cosmonaut meeting with Comdex hosted by Eric I O recorded on Thursday, August 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep a hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror spaces